0: Hi, welcome back to the Luis Hunting Strategies Podcast. I'm Levi.
1: And this is Clinton Kenneth Manning, the first. This week, Levi and I are without Wes. We actually left him at home because he decided to have like family stuff tonight. What's, a, what's well, up? Well, actually,
0: that? he's got COVID and influenza right now. He had a 105 degree temp yesterday. Okay, well,
1: first, I guess he decided to cancel on us because he had Christmas stuff. Him and Jill yeah, don't even yeah. have kids. What do they have for Christmas? their entire family. That's not good enough for me. I think we're more important than that. Yeah. I mean, duh. All right. Well, good tangent I already started off on. So this week we have my great friends from college, also my co-producers on the YouTube maybe, uh, Matthew and Caitlin Toms. You guys want to introduce yourselves? I'm Matt Toms.
2: And I'm Caitlin Toms.
1: So we have you guys on today to talk about an amazing bear hunt that you had this fall, I believe, uh, in Montana. So As we were talking before, Caitlin, this went started about two years back. So let's start right about there.
2: Yeah, so about two years ago, Matt's uncle lives in Montana. So we went to visit Chad, and he took us just to go look for bears. We really wanted to just find a bear. And I spotted one right away, and I was like, man, that would be really cool to go and hunt a bear. And he's like, oh, yeah, you can come hunting on this property. He's like, if you get a tag, I'll take you out anytime." So fast forward, I was really thinking about it, but then I had a kid, so then we had to wait for a while. Um, And then I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. So I got a tag for the spring. So we went out, went to Montana in the spring and hunted for probably, was it five days?
0: Yes. So I got a quick question. Uh, on private property, you can just go out and get a bear tag, or did you have to get into a lottery system?
2: So, in the region that we were at, you could go over the counter buy a bear tag.
0: Where is this? Because I'd like to check that out.
2: Like in Montana, um, is it Region Five that we were in? I
3: I cannot remember. Um, I just remember it was
1: like it's south of Billings is what I can oh, tell you. Okay, so. don't be trying to steal spots, Levi. <laughs> These are secret spots. <laughs> hey, maybe, you know, I'll ask after the podcast. You worry about your damn turkeys.
0: You leave
2: these
1: bears to these, the professionals over here. Hey, man, I'm trying new things.
0: <laughs> Anyways, go ahead.
2: So in the different regions, there are quotas for bears. So in a lot of the regions, once two bears have been shot, then the area closes. So we decided that we were going to go really early in the season because that would give us the biggest area to go hunting in. So there was one region that never closed, but then one region that we hunted quite a bit that um, could have closed. So we tried to get out as early as we could. We got there, and you have to call in every morning on this number, hotline number, and it'll tell you how many bears have been shot and if the region will be closing soon. So the first day we get there, and they say that it will be closing, and was it? 24 hours
3: yeah so after there is the limit of bears harvested they give you a 24 hour gap to where you can still technically shoot a bear and so yeah
1: okay so like if if someone else shoots a bear in that and so then it's over is there any penalties or stuff for that or or i mean do you know have any idea how that would work if you shot a bear in that 24
2: No, that's okay. You can shoot a bear in that 24 hours, but after that 24 hours, then the season closes.
1: Okay, so it's like if they go over that quota, it's not going to be by a lot because it's only one more day of the season.
2: Yeah, correct. Okay.
1: That makes a little more sense for me.
2: Yeah. In like Iowa, you go out and deer are shot every day, all the time, but that's not the case in Montana with bears.
0: They got something like that for Bobcat. Uh, Well, I know when they first opened a Bobcat season here in Iowa that there was a two cat limit or something like that per county or whatever it was or per zone i can't remember what it was but now it's a little more opened up especially in our area they opened it up because there's such a large population of the cats anymore but anyways back to your black bear
2: (laughs) okay so we leave that night was it like a thursday night at like six o'clock and it's about a 14 hour drive there so we drove through the night got there six o'clock in the morning i think is that right
3: about 8 o'clock, but yeah.
2: 8 o'clock? Okay. Um, got some things set up. Chad had to work that day, so we just kind of hung out, slept a little bit, and then um, went out that night. The first night, we just kind of drove around. We went to the Pryor Mountains is the area that we were hunting in and didn't see any bears, but we were hunting on public. There was a ton of hunters everywhere. So it, it just wasn't working out. Everywhere you look, there was trucks, people. So we were like, there's not going to be any bears in this area. So we just kind of scouted that whole day, night, didn't see anything. So the next morning, we kind of came up with a plan, um, trying to figure out where we want to go. I think the f- that Saturday, we went to a private property, um, really tough terrain was not iowa walking at all
3: so on this private property it is like you're talking hills we're not talking hills we're talking mountains like it is it is unbelievable you hear about like the mountains and whatnot out in montana well that's not the only what is it what's the word i'm looking for it's not accomplishment but it's a
1: um i know what it is i don't know but they're tough obstacle it's not the only obstacle.
3: obstacle it's the elevation the elevation is a game changer out there so like before we even went out, we were doing walks. I was walking with a backpack with weights in my back because I had to carry the gun. So it was just a totally different game out there.
1: It's hard to breathe, isn't it?
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, was, should
3: have got one of those like those masks
0: that they have that limit your intake, they deprive
1: your oxygen a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. You went out to South Dakota and Turkey Hundred, so you—I mean, you were in some some elevation, but not much. uh Where Wes and I were, the highest we got was like. Six Seventy two or seventy five hundred. Okay, so that ain't too bad then. I was a little bit taller in Wyoming, um, but yeah, we—I mean, we definitely know what it's like with that elevation. But any flatlanders, like most people who are going to listen to this, they have no idea what that difference is like.
0: Yeah, I've actually never been in a area like that. I mean, I've been in the Appalachian Mountains and I slept in the Smoky Mountains when I was in the army doing, you know, whatever that was, some type of training. But I never—I've never been in a place where I'm like, wow, I can't breathe. Have yeah. you ever been to Montana? No, nope. I was real close to it when I was in South Dakota.
3: But I would highly recommend It is It is beautiful out there. No, I want
1: to. Oh, trust me. I'm going to get there. <laughs> I'm getting it in every state. So you guys said you were practicing um, like with carrying the backpacks and stuff. Actually, I know Elle was born pretty close. How how old was Elle when you went hunting?
2: Um,
1: She'd been less than a year old, right?
2: I think she was just right at a year. Okay. Just maybe 13 months old. So I would put her on the little carrier that I have, and then I'd push the stroller. And, I mean, she weighed a decent amount. And Should then have Carlosed would,
0: it. You know what I'm talking about? On the right hangover? Right. Yeah, oh, yeah, she just oh, Carlosed yeah. her. She probably
3: doesn't have a clue. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh.
0: Little baby carrier yeah. that goes on the front of you. It's, it's like a which backpack is, which for is a baby. What it, it was. It, it's exactly
3: yeah. what she was doing when we were walking back home. But right on.
2: Yeah, so I'd go out with her, Matt would put weights in a backpack, and then we'd just go for walks. We have one hill, probably the only hill in our whole county, (laughs) (laughs) but we'd try to walk up and down that.
0: Oh, yeah, you guys are from West Central, so that's that's pretty flat flat out there. Yeah, it's not like the hills here. I mean, we've got some pretty big hills, but it's obviously nothing compared to out there right
1: yeah i I tell you when we go shed hunting out there dude (laughs) it is so nice to just walk like this when when matt comes back here matt and Caitlin come back here to shed hunt they're like going up this hill of the bellevue farm and like halfway up they're huffing and puffing like okay this is enough of that (laughs) yeah (laughs) So,
3: so so what what was next what do you think
2: so the first day that saturday chad says you know there's a really nice green area down where these two ravines meet and so he's like let's head there it's gonna be the first green grass of the season and that's really what you're hunting for in the spring was there
0: much snow there when you went no
2: yeah Yeah. um it just kind of depends on your elevation so in this location mm, a little bit of snow but um a few days later, when we were a lot higher in elevation, it got to the point where it was at least waist deep, and we couldn't oh, even continue. Wow. Yeah, but here in this location, I mean, some snow, but...
3: It was very minimal in this first spot that we went to. But it was a, it was a super cool piece, so we pulled up to the property, and it's a buddy of my uncle's that owns it, and we get to this first spot, and we park the truck, and he points out this rock, and it's this rock that has, like, this giant opening in the middle and then it's got a opening up top and it's an old smoke signal rock so he made sure to show us that but absolutely cool it's just like a, to- a total like cave kind of but in this four by eight rock or something like that mm-hmm. and it's how they sent signals back and forth from mountain range to mountain range that's
0: super cool but so you were you were talking about the green the greenery there so you're trying to hunt a green area
2: yeah so in the springtime bears are going to go to the first green grass so he's like there is this Watering area that's gonna have really green grass. He's like, that's our best bet. So as soon as I got light enough out, we headed straight there. And
0: did he explain to you why they go to the first green grass? That's, that's just because that's the where animals should time. be, or
2: that's what? where the, that's what they want to eat. They yeah. want to oh. eat that green grass. <clears> and So if you can find green grass, that's where you should go.
1: So to my knowledge, from listening to different podcasts, so when the water's running off, that's where it's finally starting to grow, and that new growth has the most nutrients in it. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, that baby, that neon green grass is like, it's just like the first crop of hay. Exactly. It's the best one. It's the best crop. Yeah, exactly. Okay, makes sense. So,
2: yep. So, we're walking and um, we come around this little curve, and Chad looks back and he kind of crouches down and he points. And I'm like, what? No way. Like, that, that is no way there's a bear right there. And he goes, yeah, actually, there's a beautiful black bear about 60 yards in front of us. So, bears don't have good eyesight. They have a really good hearing, really good sense of smell, but they can't see very well. So we were just kind of out in the open. And so in my head, I was like, well, let's try to duck down behind some trees or something. And Chad's like, no, we're good. We're far enough away. She really won't see us unless you make a lot of noise. Then she'll hear us or smell us. And so... We kind of crouch down, I get the gun ready, um, and in Montana you cannot shoot a bear that has cubs. So we watched her for quite a while and didn't see any cubs, no signs of cubs, um, she was by herself in a pretty open area so we could see, I mean far enough. So I get ready and she starts to get her wind a little bit. And so she gets a little bit nervous, starts walking up the hill, and didn't give me a good shot. And I wasn't going to just try to take a poke at her. I wanted it to be a really good, solid shot. Um, So she went away. I was really bummed. But then a few seconds later, there were two little cubs that came running up. So I was really glad that we weren't able to shoot her. Um, The cubs were probably a year old, so they would have been fine. But... It yes. was it was a good thing.
1: The discipline was there, and that's what's important. Yes. Yeah, it would have been very sad because you shoot that bear, you see Mama run off, and then there's the two babies behind it. it. That'd be just heartbreaking. So. Yeah. Yeah. So God obviously was playing a big part in making, making Mama get nervous and walk away there.
2: Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So we were like, okay, in the normal area in Montana, there's not a lot of bears in one area. So we were like, let's kind of go to a different Canyon area and see if we can find like the male bear. Cause we knew there had to be a male bear around somewhere. So that was quite the hike.
3: Yeah. So getting down to that green source, it was pretty much all downhill. I mean, pretty easy walking. I was like, Oh, not too bad. We're already here. Cool. And he's like, yeah, we're going to go over there now. And Caitlin's like, what? And it's like, Two, like I say mountain ranges, but hills basically over. And so we get to hiking and sure enough, it was it was a hike. We were in for it.
0: Did you guys see much other wildlife out there other than just the bears? And
3: Really, birds? we only saw uh, mule deer was the other wildlife.
0: Oh, okay.
2: And turkeys. We got pretty oh, close to some turkeys. Lots of turkeys. Turkeys? Yeah. Oh.
1: Yes. Oh, oh, I should know. I do it? Yeah. Okay. So total sidetrack. They said something about turkeys. We got a soundboard. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> Levi hates that it's a gobble and then a yelp we're gonna we'll figure it out later but okay you saw turkeys and mule deer absolutely it was
3: great
2: yeah it was kind of funny because one of our good friends here back at home um, he was actually in different states trying to hunt the turkeys and so he was pretty jealous that we got so close I mean what 15 yards was that this year turkeys? yeah
0: yeah. What, what, when were you out there? Um, in the spring. That was the spring. Right like April? April? Yeah. It, yeah. Yep. yeah. No way. I was probably out there turkey hunting because I got to marry him out, out in, in South Dakota. In South, Dakota. In South Dakota. Yeah. yeah. Uh
2: huh.
0: I mean, it's not far really, but.
3: <laughs> right. But I do think, I think it was during that time because they were saying that the season was open as well. But we were just sitting. So we ended up getting over those two ridges and, um, we got to this spot and we sat in glass for a while and we seen some mule deer walking around down in the green grass bottom and, uh, I heard a turkey gobble, and I'm like, that was really close. And I peek up over the hill, and sure enough, there's probably three or four turkeys right there. And so we just sat down, and they just literally came into, like, 15 yards. It was crazy. And then they saw us, and they took off, but it was quite funny.
2: Yeah, so didn't see, didn't find a bear after that. Um, Went back. Chad's son, Bowden, is he six, maybe? Something like that um he had a game that afternoon so a soccer game I think so we went and watched that game and then Bowden really wanted to come out bear hunting with us so we loaded him up in the truck and went out bear hunting we went to that afternoon an easier location it was actually the spot that I had spotted the bear a year and a half two years previously from that um So I'd kind of seen the area, but it's really cool because you're driving through a field and it's just like a flat, open field. And all of a sudden you come across...
3: Looks like a flat, open field. Yeah. That's important.
2: Yeah, it looks (laughs) like a flat, open field. And then you come over this tiny little hill and it opens up into a huge canyon. It's just beautiful and you have no idea it's there until you look out and you just see it.
3: So we're talking like probably 500 yards wide by miles and miles long. But Oh, that's it, cool. You just you don't see it. I mean, you're just coming and then all of a sudden it's like bam, right there. It's <laughs> it's that's one of the coolest things about it is that you don't see it and then it's just like bam and it's beautiful. It's cool
1: until you're hiking like 5 <laughs> miles in and then all of a sudden you come up and you're like, "Oh, <laughs> man, I got to go through that." Yeah. How, how that, deep were the canyons up there? Do you have an idea? If you had to um, just throw a guess on it?
3: I feel like I ranged it at like
1: 100 yards. Okay, so like 300 feet deep. Yeah, they're yeah. pretty big. Yeah, it'd be hard, tough to climb in and out of. Is that right, or is that off a little bit?
2: I would say that's probably right, yeah.
1: Are they pretty steep, I take it?
3: Yes.
2: They're straight very, up and very down. Very, very, steep. Yep, it's like a cliff.
3: Wee. Oui.
2: Yeah. there. I mean, there's some spots where you can climb up rocks to get up there. We had to do that a few times. And like
3: where we were was a cow pasture area as well, so they did have a path going down. But um, you'll find out later that it's
1: pretty steep. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So you see that you see your flat green fields down there for the cow pastures and then you see your cannons and then and then I said cannons. Canyons and then what?
2: So we got out, Bowden got ready, we had a, quite a walk in, so we get get to the canyon where we were going to and we just kinda sit and use the binoculars, see what we could find, and then um, I kinda look up and I'm like, Oh, there's a bear right there. And he had come out from behind this little rock, and it was like a cinnamon, beautiful-looking bear. And so Chad is probably 30 yards away, so I'm like, Chad, come here. There's a bear right down there. And our wind, when you got to the top of the canyon, it switched, and it just happened to be going straight into the canyon. So, of course, as soon as I saw the bear, the bear spelled us and just took off running
3: have you ever seen a bear run? Uh, I think I've seen videos of it. They are fast. Like, oh yeah! Unbelievable! I'm talking, you know, these canyons are miles long. That thing, like, was like over a thousand yards away within like ten seconds. I mean, it was unbelievable. I mean,
0: I, I imagine. I mean, they've got to run after deer
1: and everything, so I imagine they run right around, you know, the high twenties, low thirties, don't they? That probably sounds right. I the only thing I've seen bears in Tennessee, and I just remember they they run stupid. I hate the way they they look when they run. But like you said, it's efficient for them, and they get moving.
0: Uh, so you said a cinnamon bear. Cool thing is, uh, buddy of mine from high school, his stepdad used to go out black bear hunting and shot a fourteen year old cinnamon black bear.
2: <gasps> wow. Yeah.
0: So the way they they age them is they have uh, rings on their teeth, and their teeth grow with their age. So it's just like a tree. Mm-hmm. That's okay. how they. That's how they age a bear. If anybody
3: you know how big more. it was. Like, did they? You know the measurement.
0: Measurement of the skull. I, I mean, at the time when I was in high school, I remember it was as tall as me, because <laughs> he yeah, had it standing up like this. That's pretty big. That's cool. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, it was up. I'd probably say standing on its hind legs, it was close to six foot tall, if not a little, little, little smaller, a little bigger, somewhere in there. I can't remember exactly.
2: Yeah, that's pretty big for a black bear.
0: Yeah, but so, anyways, so your bear goes. Halfway across this canyon before you know it.
2: Yeah. So, Chad and I... So, we're on top of the canyon, and the bear is in the canyon. So, Chad and I take off running on the top of the canyon to try to catch up to it and get to a vantage point where we can look out and see if we can find the bear again. So, we're running on the top side of the canyon. The bear is running down in the canyon, and... We never catch back up to it. We sat there until dark, didn't find anything, but man, Bowden loved it. He had so much fun. It was so cool just kind of watching him with those little binoculars, <laughs> looking for the bears. So
3: when the bear's running in the bottom, I mean, it's got, No one to say flat terrain, but it's got a straight shot to where it wants to go pretty much. Whereas on the top of the canyon, it's not straight. It's like a zig and a zag around each crevice. You know, it kind of... Is weird that you think
0: a bear would be running away from human scent. You know, you'd think they wouldn't care. But I guess they probably get educated and get shot at enough that they know. But
3: Yeah, no, it was gone.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I didn't expect that either. I didn't expect them to be so affected by human scent. But, yeah, yeah, if they smell you, they're gone. Like, you will not find them back.
0: Well, I guess if you look at it from their perspective, if they get injured out there, that's death. And they, they don't want to die either. So I guess it makes sense. I mean... We're predator. They're predator. They could get hurt by us. You know,
1: they don't know. Yeah, I envision it the same like a coyote is scared of a human scent when you're deer hunting or, or sitting in a tree stand. It runs yeah. away as fast as it can. So, yeah. so same, same concept, I, I assume.
0: So anyways, what happened after this that night?
2: So the next morning, get up bright and early. Um, this time we went to like the Tooth Mountain Pass. Um, onto some public land so way in the mountains absolutely beautiful but um, didn't see any bears let's see that's so Chad a few weeks earlier had taken his good buddy and they had the perfect luck they pulled up to the mountain range glassed for a little bit and saw the bear snuck up to about 20 yards from him and shot him the bear rolled down the hill and they loaded it up and left it was like literally the perfect scenario so in my head going there i had kind of expected it to be kind of easy yeah i was wrong it was not (laughs) by any means (laughs) we
3: did not see a bear
2: (laughs) yeah that day we didn't we didn't see a bear yep Uh, the only time we saw a bear was that saturday when we just got really lucky and saw two yeah
0: so how far did you guys have to walk on a daily basis like six miles ten miles
3: don't remember i did record it and i'm pretty sure we walked 29 miles the first trip
1: if i remember in correctly. the spring right so you were not spring. successful so, the first trip so how many oh, right. how okay. many days was that 29 miles over Five. okay so you're looking at about six miles a day then yep oh
2: too yeah bad. yeah you think it's not too bad until you're walking up and down mountains
1: that's the rain that yeah. <laughs> that, yeah
0: yeah you're yep. right. Got a good point. <laughs>
2: yeah, I know. I was like, Oh, only six miles. Like that would be really easy here in Iowa. But then you're like, um, no, actually not in the mountains. So, uh, the next day Chad had to work. So we went out. So my dad came with us this trip. So it was me, Matt and my dad. So we went out and this is where we came into the really deep snow. So we started, Chad had kind of told us a spot to get to, um,
3: This spot was not only just for bear hunting, but it was also, if it had melted off, it was going to be like phenomenal shed hunting ground. Mm. So that was like mine, like, oh yeah, we're going there. Hell
1: uh, yeah. I'm down with that. (laughs)
2: Yeah. The whole time I was looking for bears, but Matt was definitely looking for sheds. He really wanted to find a shed. At
1: least he's got his head space in the right area, you know?
3: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, look around here. There's 200 animals. Not on the first trip. Dang.
1: He's going to tell us later. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. Okay.
3: But anyways, (laughs) so we, we were climbing up and this is like a... I wanna say like a hiking trail for the summer or whatnot. So we're we're following a path, but from the start of it there's like probably a foot to two foot of snow. And the further up we get, the more snow it gets. And we get to the point where Caitlin's dad had to stop and we tried to go a little further and there's videos it of was, us. But Caitlin's it was. crawling on her hands and knees, getting across yeah. stuff and
0: uh what kind of gear did you guys take with you? What kind of rifle would what, you have on your back when you're out? ruckin i mean what what did you have when you were there
3: so the first time we went out there we brought a 7 mil mag um that was the gun that we had the option to take so there was a couple of different guns we could have taken but the 7 mil was what we decided to choose um what did we have in the bag i don't quite remember I-
2: chad had a, a lot of like survival gear in the bag um so
0: like a hatchet a saw a knife you know, fire starters, stuff like that. Yeah. Yes.
3: Yeah. Like a hammock and stuff like that as well.
0: Did so. you guys take like extra clothing? You know, what, yeah. what kind of temperatures were you looking at? I mean.
2: A lot of layers. Cause in the morning when you start, it's really cold. But then towards the afternoon, the sun comes out, it gets pretty warm. So in the spring, lots of layers. Um, I had all my DSG things and then just kind of a base layer so when it got warm out, I was able to take the layers off. And that's that's the one thing that Chad always says is dress in layers because you're going to need it.
1: Uh, yeah, and you can always take more clothes off. If you don't have clothes with you, obviously you can't put them on. So that's definitely a good rule to live by. Exactly.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah um, other things that we had, I mean, binoculars were huge. Used those all day long. You're that's glassing
1: a- all the
3: time. So, I mean, because you're not just like looking at this open side hill. It's a side hill full of trees. So you're looking for any little movement that you can get.
2: Yeah, so most of the time, you know, you'll walk a few miles, you'll sit and you'll glass for quite a while. You'll walk a little bit, sit and glass. Um, So the binoculars were huge. Um, Other than that, not a whole bunch of...
3: I mean, like, Dan and I each carried a pistol just in case, um, you know, stuff goes south, but...
1: You can do it. (laughs) (laughs) So did you guys have frame packs or were they just regular packs?
3: So I just brought my regular pack that I use for everything. It has a... A gun or a bow carrier yep. on it, so that is what I used. And then Dan just had a regular backpack. Okay, that was just deep and could full fill with stuff. Okay,
2: yeah, brought food because we were out there all lots day lots of snacks.
0: So. Yep. What's taking MRE with? I don't even know what that is Yeah, It's a meal ready to eat What do you mean you don't know what that is is? It's a not, meal ready to eat We are not veterans They are bomb by the way Unless you get the sausage with gravy That one is absolutely <laughs> disgusting but The southwest beef with black beans That is like a
1: Michelin star restaurant meal right there Okay here's what's going to make the podcast go crazy right here What was the go to snack yeah. When you guys were on the mountain Oh yeah
3: Granola bar
2: Granola bar
1: Okay oh, chocolate yeah. chip Checks peanut out. butter or s'mores
3: Peanut butter, chocolate chip.
1: Mm, Ooh, that sounds pretty good. That bottom. ain't too good. bad. I got one
3: out in the car. You can try one. They're delicious. Cut the podcast. We're going to get snacked. Yeah, hit pause, hit
1: pause. Let's go. Right now. Okay, so this is deep in the snow with yeah. you two and Dan, correct?
2: Yeah, so I'm on my hands and knees crawling on top of the snow. Matt and my dad, you, you just take a step. And then you're on top of the snow, and then you just crash through it. So it's getting to the point where it's almost impossible to walk through because it's so deep. So Matt and I continue a, a little bit longer, and we had to cross the stick bridge. It was sketchy. It was a bridge made out of, like, four sticks just, like, strung together. Yeah,
3: like a, like a tree trunk. I mean, they were, the, like, four inches around in diameter. So they were not very big. And Caitlin walked across them, and I watched them flex. <laughs> I'm like, whoo. You know, Caitlin's like 120 pounds. I'm is this a like 210. Over guy. A canyon. This is over just no. a a, a water like a, a stream. little stream. Yeah, but so it's water coming canyon. <laughs> off. It's, it's water coming off the mountain, so it is cold water. And we're in knee deep snow, but there's not much snow on this. So, you know, it was. I watched Caitlin go across, and I was like, hmm, I was like, how far are we gonna go after this? She's like, as far as we can. I was like, okay, got across. We probably made it. How far? 20 I yards think, from the <laughs> yes, no. It took
2: us 45 minutes to make it 20 yards. That's how deep the snow was. It was terrible. And at this it. point, I just happened to get cell reception. Because you don't have cell reception most of the time you're there. So I called Chad, and I'm like, it just took us so long, and we haven't made it anywhere. I was like, how much further do we have to go? He's like, oh, yeah, you got quite a ways. It's like you're not going to make it. It's just going to keep getting worse. It's like, turn around, I'll get off of work soon, and we'll head somewhere else. So we make it back down. The walk out was easier because the snow had started to melt a little bit. Um, It got pretty warm that day. So it was easier on the walk out, and you're not going straight up a mountain. And
1: you had a broke trail. Yeah, you're probably following your old trail. So if you would go back in the spring, would you take snowshoes? Did you guys ever think of that? You know, that was a good thing. I was actually just thinking about that because I've shed hunted in knee deep snow. There was, I think, maybe twenty twenty. That when I found sixty sheds that year, I was really considering getting snowshoes early in the year because I was there was a place I was walking where I was dropping down to my knees, which I I know how long that takes. But if you had them snowshoes to stay on top, mm-hmm. that, that would have been
2: amazing. Yeah, yep.
3: never crossed my mind, but it'd be a smart investment if you're going to go out there early season and try to get to spots where you know somebody's not going to work to get to. Yeah,
1: maybe you should have. You know. Uh, channeled your inner Boy Scout and made some for everyone. I'd have been impressed. Well, I wasn't a Boy Scout. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you come back down off the mountain to meet Chad for that afternoon.
2: Yeah, so we go back to the private spot that is um, a little bit rougher train, but not as rough a train as the Beartooth Mountain Pass was. So we do quite a bit of hiking. What Um, was
1: that? It was a computer, I think, but oh, (laughs) yeah, we're good. Keep going. (laughs) Okay.
2: We did quite a bit of hiking that night, and on the walk back out, I mean, we didn't see anything, no signs whatsoever.
1: We did
3: see something. We didn't see nothing. Oh, yeah.
2: On the walk out, we saw quite a bit of elk. That was really cool. We got pretty close to the elk.
3: Yes, but before we saw the elk, I saw a turkey, and this little turkey, let me tell you, I seen him cross the canyon, and uh, he's strutting his stuff, right? So I let out the... Guess what he does? Just wait, just wait, just wait. Do it. Oh, yeah. I got him call back. (laughs) You know how many turkeys they make called in Iowa? Zero. (laughs) So I felt accomplished. It was like, yep, good enough for me. And so I had a good old time with this turkey. I probably called back and forth with him for like, I don't know, 10 minutes or something like that. And I'm pretty sure Clinton was the first person I called when I had sales reception.
1: I (laughs) definitely remember getting that call. He was like, dude, I hit him with (laughs) a... And he was... And it was, I mean, proud of him, right? But I didn't tell him it's early season turkeys. No one's (laughs) hunted that bird. They'll... They'll gobble to you, screaming at them, but... Yeah, that's you know. a fact.
3: <laughs> that's right. I had a good time. But yes, then we we got all out with that hunt, and we did see, I think, what was it, three cows? Three elk cows. Sorry.
1: Well, April is when yeah. the bulls shed their antlers, so I guess if you're, right. if you're close enough, you could have seen whether they had shed or not. But. It, was, it, it was getting was, dark.
2: Yeah, it was pretty dark, so we wouldn't <coughs> have been able to tell, but yeah, we got pretty close to them. But they
1: were
3: not like, it's not like a whitetail where they saw you and they ran. They were not really scared of us, so... They probably know they're faster. <laughs> That's probably true.
0: <laughs> and I feel like I feel like the animals know when hunting season's around because even around here you can tell when they start getting indifferent towards us. Mm-hmm. So they're probably new, they're probably like, Yeah, we're fine.
3: So yeah. what's what's next on the story?
2: So on the walk out we're talking with Chad and he's like, Man, I have a meeting all day tomorrow and it's not gonna get over until dark and so we were just kind of discussing We were like, do we go out by ourselves again? And Chad's like, well, you know, your tag is still good for the fall. He's like, what if you guys came out next fall? And I was really bummed at the time. I mean, we had just worked really, really hard for this bear and didn't get a bear. So I was pretty bummed. But then I was like, yeah, you know, that might be kind of fun. So we decided let's come back for the fall. So fast forward all summer. It is now fall. So I call up Chad and I'm like, hey, when does it work to come out? And things just were not lining up. We couldn't get out there pretty early in the season. So by the time we did get out there, a lot of the areas had closed. So we were in, we only had one region to hunt in, um, which was the same area that we had been with Bowdoin and had seen the one bear Um the reason that I wanted to go bear hunting initially. So I was like, okay, that's fine. Like we can still go to this area and um, it's private. So we have a better chance of seeing a bear anyways than the other areas. So
3: I don't, I thought I remembered that they said that that area doesn't close because they don't want bears there.
1: Is that true?
2: Yeah. Yeah. That region never closes because there's not supposed to be bears there. Um,
1: What? Is it like too close to a town or something or, or do you have any idea what the reasoning is?
2: Um so they want uh, maybe I'm wrong. I think they want the bears to stay up like in the Pryor Mountains or in the Big Mountain Ranges and so this is getting <coughs> to the area where all the farmers have their livestock so they don't want the bears down in the flat areas. They want them to stay up in the Priors or in the Rocky Mountains. So like it was like a mile off of the region. So we were pretty close. L- I mean lucky. It was a good thing. Um so they didn't want bears in this area. So that yeah, they never close this area during season. So we knew we always had that option if we had to. So we head out. Do we leave on Thursday, Friday?
3: Um.
2: We had only had a few days because I started my teaching job, and as a teacher, you don't get very many vacation days. So yeah, we left on off.
1: Yeah, (laughs) but there's not a summer bear season. I know, I know, I know. I'm just talking crap.
2: So let's see. No, we left on a. So Thursday. we were out there
3: October twentieth. I don't know when that was. That would have been
1: October twentieth. Oh, you're right. <laughs> so October twentieth. Friday. Okay. Friday. Okay.
2: So we leave Friday. Well, we drive through the night. Again, we get there. We went out. Let's see. So we went out again to the private area. Um, and this time we it was Matt my brother Carter and I, and so Carter's never been to Montana or seen any of the mountains. So it was really fun experiencing that again with him. Cause, um, in the spring, my dad had never been to Montana either. So just kind of getting to show him all the cool areas of Montana and then getting to show Carter again, all the really neat scenery. That was fun. Um, so in the fall, generally it's colder, but it actually was pretty warm when we were there. It was like got up to 82 degrees during the day, so trying to um, find clothes for that was really difficult because we have, in Iowa, you know, it's cold, and it is there at night too, Um, but again, lots of layers. So we go out, did some good hiking, did a lot of sitting and glassing in this area, and this time we really, really tried to play the wind. So
3: Yeah, so um, I believe the first night we kind of just hunkered down and kind of scouted and just kind of moved our way along the canyon playing the wind because this canyon kind of wraps around in a u so if you were we came in over here if the wind was out of the you know north per se and worked our way the opposite way trying to be smart about it since that bear did like catch us i like that so but yeah so we that first night we did and we did not see a bear on the first night correct
2: yeah we didn't see a bear um she had lots of cows so yes, that yeah, it's a cow
3: pasture, as we said. So she and the cows were out there, and I don't, I don't know how they interact with bears if they're if they're scared of them. I honestly don't know. But so we get done with that night, we didn't see nothing, we hiked out of there, and uh, did we come back the next day with Chad? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so we came back the next day with Chad, and they were thinking that one of the um, cows had died because they couldn't find it. And so out in Montana, you cannot beat bears. But if a cow dies and you can't find it, obviously there's food out there somewhere, right? So that was one of the things we were looking for, but we never ended up finding the cow.
2: Yeah, so we were, it was very hot during the day, so we sat over a water source for, I mean, several hours. And then another thing is we were really trying to find that calf who they had thought had died. um, Didn't end up finding him, but eventually we were like, okay, we're not having any luck here in this big open canyon so this canyon has lots of little finger canyons that come off of it um still pretty deep but pretty narrow at the bottom so we go out and chad
3: chad had to leave yeah so chad this is the leave. day chad left so we worked probably like let's say three-fourths of the big canyon and then chad had to hightail it out of there he had to go to work or no he had hit a soccer game or football game and so he left, and we kept working this canyon edge. And we get through the big canyon, and we start getting into the littler canyon. And we probably get, what, what would you say? Would it be? Like
2: five, 600 yards into yeah. the canyon. Yep. And um, Carter looks back, and he's like, oh, there's a bear. It's running right towards us. And so we're on top of this canyon, and the bear is kind of – down in it maybe halfway down um running it's running straight towards us
3: full sprint like it's like it's it was nerve-wracking like that's it, intense <laughs> it was like it was like whoa what's going on here like it's running towards us so we're not sure why it's running you know if it smelt us at some point and it really got well they uh, were
2: pushing cows
3: oh they were they were oh. trying they had
2: to prank check all the cows so they were doing something down in the canyon it was probably a mile or so away but that can still affect the bears um where we were so, yeah, so the bear starts running straight towards us. So I get down, I get the gun. The gun's on a sling, like, on my back, so I get it off. And the bear is running so fast, and it is huge.
3: It was absolutely huge. I don't I don't know how big it was. I didn't measure it, but it was big. It was a big bear. And it was a blonde bear is what they call it, and it looks very similar to a grizzly. So, like, we're, like, halfway going back
1: and forth. Like, was it really a black bear with how big it was? and.
2: Chad says yes. It was. It was just. It was a black bear. But
1: I got a quick question here, Matt. When you saw that bear running, did you grab Caitlin and put her in front of you?
3: <laughs> no, I got the camera rolling right away.
1: You didn't even grab the pistol. You just shot him with the camera instead. Yeah, that's well, my I had, man. I had plenty of time. That's
3: my man. He had the
0: pistol aimed at it. like, well, I had the pistol in, in my go. pocket. <laughs> so
3: if it's happening, it's happening. A little it's pocket like, pistol. i proud one and get it going. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah,
2: so it's running straight towards us. So I'm trying to get ready. Um, there was a path that actually led. Like we were at the top of the path. If, if <laughs> yeah. he came up that path, I was like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, <laughs> he didn't. He went back down deeper into the canyon. And at the bottom, there's a whole bunch of trees. And I think probably a little bit of running water down in the bottom. Yep. Um, so we hear all this crashing and banging because bears, when they run, are really, really loud. So we hear all this crashing and banging. All of a sudden, it stops. And so we're like, well, he has to be held up there. So we just hang out for quite a while and then a little bit later down more in the canyon we hear some more crashes so we're like okay maybe he did keep going he just slowed down so Carter went off um, to see if he could find him and Matt and I just kind of stayed put we tried to get to a vantage point where we could call Chad and say hey you know should we sit here should we walk up the canyon and so Chad is like man I I don't know probably sit there I feel like you would have heard him if he left. So we sat there for quite a while um, and then decided that we were going to go home, wait till Chad could come out with us and just kind of let this bear hang out and not be so nervous. And we might've had a better chance at him that way. So went home for a while, came back out and Chad and I, Like, we know there's a bear somewhere in this Finger Canyon. So, we start at the far end of the Finger Canyon, away from like the opposite end of where we had seen the bear. And Matt and Carter went to look at the main canyon.
3: Went right to the main canyon. We were going to work right where we worked to where we saw the bear to try to see if we see it or, you know, because we were going to try to communicate back and forth
1: um, because, I don't know, try to find the bear
2: yeah just a better chance having (laughs) different locations I guess
1: yeah you have more eyes looking for the same thing you're covering more ground that way Mm
2: -hmm. yeah so Chad and I are walking on a little cow path um, right on the edge of the canyon and so you just look over the cliff edge and it's straight down but there's lots of trees and so we just kind of do like a frog hop so I look over and then he goes around me 50 yards maybe and he looks over into the canyon I go around him and then I look down into the canyon so we're kind of doing this off and on um, and the canyon is really narrow at the bottom so if there was a bear in there you wouldn't see it so I just kind of waited we'd look over the edge and wait for a little bit see if we could hear anything Um, and so Chad is walking on this cow path and I'm behind him and all of a sudden uh, and I'm just walking just casually you know and all of a sudden I look up and 10 feet in front of me is, is what I thought was a giant bear. I mean, I, I had no idea. So I just looked up and I'm like, oh my gosh, this giant bear right in front of me. And it was in between Chad and I. And so I didn't know what to do. So I, the gun is in a sling on my back. So I couldn't just pull it off really quick if I needed to. So I start backpedaling up the hill, further up into the canyon. And um, I'm trying to get Chad's attention without spooking this bear. And he, the bear didn't see me. He was kind of looking towards Chad's direction.
3: Because that's where the wind was coming from. So it like, had smelled him it had a little smelled bit. But it wasn't like 100% certain it was a person.
2: Yeah, because there was a little um, bush that was kind of hiding Chad. So he looked over into Chad's direction. And then... I start freaking out, and so then he – I don't know exactly what the bear did. I'm guessing he just turned around and kind of went back down into the canyon, but in my mind, all I could think is in between me and the bear is the bear's cub, you know, if he had a cub. So I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get attacked by this bear because there's a cub somewhere. So I am freaking out. I finally get Chad's attention. He turns around, and I'm like (laughs) – there's a bear. And I'm like pointing and just really mouthing to him. Cause I don't want the bear to hear me. And so he just turns around and starts walking to me. He just so casually gets the camera out and I'm like, no, you, get your pistol. Like this bear is right here. Like I'm going to get attacked by this bear. Like you need to hurry up and get here. Um, and he still has no idea that this bear was so close to me. And, um, so he just casually walks over and I'm like, there was a bear right there. It was going to attack me. And he's like, what? No. So we're like, he's like, where'd it go? Well, I'm guessing it went down into the Canyon. I was like, I don't know. I was freaking out so much. (laughs) I didn't see where it went. Um, so we just kind of creep up to the edge and we get onto the path that Chad had just walked by. And I'm like, this is where the bear was. And he was like, what? It was up here? was like, yeah, Chad, it was so close to me. I thought it was going to attack me. Uh, so he was like, man, I, I thought it was down in the Canyon. He's like, I had no idea it was that close. Um, so we just kind of creep over the edge. He had his pistol ready just in case. Um, and I had the gun ready to go. He also had the camera. Was videoing the whole time. So we don't see him when we look, or I guess it was, her we don't see her when we look down into the canyon Um, so we just kind of sat there and waited for maybe 15 minutes every once in a while we could hear some sticks breaking in the bottom so we knew she had to be there somewhere so we are just kind of hanging out and then Chad's like oh There she is. I see her. And she had just wandered up onto this little green, luscious grass patch. And at this time, Matt and Carter are still off into the big canyon. They have no idea what's going on.
3: So to give you a little perspective, I I believe it was like a mile away is how far away we were from them. So they are seeing this bear getting ready to shoot and whatnot. And um, at that time, I had been hearing this coyote kind of yelping or howling and whatnot. And so I was thinking, okay, maybe there was the dead cow somewhere over there. And earlier when we walked past that, I thought I smelled something. So Carter and I kind of headed over to that area while this is all going on, and we have no idea that they're doing that. And uh, sure enough, we're over there looking around and whatnot and uh, not seeing anything.
2: And And so um, once his bear comes up onto the green grass patch, I kind of get all set up. Chad gets the camera ready, and I'm like, hey, can I shoot her? Because we had made sure she didn't have any cubs. Um, And he's like, yeah, go for it. So I shoot her, and she just drops right there, which doesn't actually happen very often with bears. They're pretty hardy animals. Um, And he just looks at me, and he goes, you dropped her.
0: I was like... You dropped
2: her! (laughs) I was like, what? He's like, she's dead right there. (laughs) I was like, oh, my gosh, really? And I... Had just been panicking, thinking I was going to get attacked by this bear, and then now turned around and had now shot this Now you're the attackee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I am just thrilled. So I go ahead, and I call Matt right away. I'm like, did you hear the shot? And he's like, mm, no. What are you talking about? And
3: she's like, I just shot a bear. I'm like, you did? And I'm like freaking out. I'm like, Carter, she just shot a bear. And I'm like, we didn't even hear the shot. And she's like,
2: oh, yeah, it happened so
3: crazy. I about got attacked by this thing. And I'm like, what? Like, as you can think, I'm like freaking out at the same time, but at the same time, I was super happy. And so we hiked it back to that truck, but uh, let yeah, me tell so- you, it was a long hike. Oh, we skipped a part.
1: Actually, uh, one thing. So your reaction to Caitlin shooting a bear, it reminds me of when you found your first shed ever with me. Mm-hmm. You just threw your hands up in the air. And you said, Clinton! That's exactly what I'm envisioning in my head. You just you're yelling, (laughs) Caitlin. That is that (laughs) is exactly right. I was
3: like so excited, and I turned around to Carter because I was on the phone. Yeah, I was like, Caitlin shot a bear, and she's like, she did, and I was like, yeah, we didn't hear the shot. But
0: so, how intense is it, like walking up to this bear, even though you think it's mm -hmm. Because I've walked up to animals, and they were not
2: dead. Yeah, (laughs) so. So then, like, I had called my dad, and he was so thrilled. It was kind of sad that he wasn't there with me. We've been hunting together since I was seven years old, and he's been with me for every animal that I've shot except one. That was, like, two years previously. Um, and I've shot several deer every single year. And so it was kind of sad, like, he wasn't there to celebrate with me. So I called him right away, and... um so we got to share that. That was fun.
3: Before we jump down to the canyon, let me tell you, this path, you couldn't call it, that the bear came up is not a path at all. Like, I don't know how that bear made it up there in the first place.
2: Because it's, like, straight up and down. It's like straight a up cliff. and down,
3: and it's through, like, I want to say a thicket. And it is just nasty. Like, we had a hard time getting down there. So I don't know how, like, with Chad, I mean, he's obviously lo- going around and looking, I don't know how he didn't hear this thing because it had to have been breaking sticks and whatnot, but it was a process to get down to the bottom of this canyon.
2: So yeah, so we waited. Chad and I actually couldn't see the dead bear because it was underneath a tree. Um so we kinda walked down the canyon a little bit to see if we could, you know, find him to make sure that this bear was dead and I didn't need to shoot him again. So Matt and Carter made their way over and then once they got to where we were then we started the hike down the canyon which was not easy as matt was saying because of how straight up and down and how thick it was um but walking up to the bear (coughs) there was a little cliff edge that we kind of had to slide down to first get to the bear so we were able to sit on that cliff edge and make absolute sure that it was dead so it was
0: throwing (laughs) sticks at it (laughs) wake up
2: Yeah, so it was fine getting down there. I wasn't too nervous because we were able to watch it and make sure it was dead.
1: Yeah, she's walking up with the scope pulled, like I dare you to move. Do it again.
2: (laughs) Flinch, (laughs) flinch.
1: Throwing rocks at it and shit. (laughs) Get that death shake going. What are you gonna do? Uh,
2: We actually get down there, and I'm just kind of, I just walk right past the bear, (laughs) and Carter is standing right there. Well. Okay, there was a crick, a little crick that I had to get through. So I was, like, jumping over the crick. And as soon as I, like, step on the side where the bear was, Carter reaches over and, like, shoves me. And it was like, rawr. And it, it's on video. It's on video. It, so on video. it is so funny. Out. It is really funny. Is it going to be
1: in the video that's yeah. going to drop? Yes, so, yes, yes. I love it. I cannot I put it wait. I it
2: because I knew you would want to see it. <laughs> Thank
1: God. You are the best.
0: <laughs> I want to see the pics and everything after we get done with this podcast here. Oh, yeah, we yeah.
3: got lots of videos we can show you. And you'll understand. I, I did see I have a video. You'll understand that flat and then...
1: So um, how did you pack it out?
2: Oh, (laughs) let me tell you. They haven't even
1: touched it yet. You haven't even got to that point. You can't be skipping. You can't touch me. Okay, so Carter shoves you and says, "Rar, Let's go from there.
2: Okay, so then we just kind of take a look at the bear. Um, I am thrilled, so excited, and Chad's really excited for me. So we just kind of talk about it for a while um, and then move it up so it's not in the water. Um, so we get it propped up on some rocks, take some pictures, take some videos of it. And I the
3: whole time that she is getting this already, she's like, so asking my uncle Chad, she's like, so is it a, is it a big bear? And she's like, he's like, well, it's, it's not a small bear. And she's like, but it is, is it a big bear? And she's like, he's like, well, it's not the smallest bear I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was like
0: sh- medium. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. and
3: I. Yeah. I, I don't get me wrong, it wasn't the biggest bear, but it was it was the perfect size. Let a me- bear yeah. is a bear.
1: I'm exactly. sure when Caitlin saw it at like ten steps from okay, her, she yeah. was like, That son of a gun's big enough. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. I was expecting it to be this giant, giant bear because I thought it was giant when it was two. It a is one of the Cubs they saw in yeah. the spring.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It probably was. No, but it wasn't that small. I saw pictures. It's, yeah, de- it's definitely it a solid bear.
2: Yeah. It was yeah, I mean, we, I have room to improve, which is exactly what I wanted, because if you go out the first time and shoot a giant bear, then what's the point of going out again? Like, basically um,
0: paws the size of your head, maybe a little smaller. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I
2: guess don't, there's there's don't pictures because that's it. what
0: they do that's the, like a lot of guys they take pictures of the paws that I see and I mean a lot right. of guys are, are, like, are like oh yeah <laughs> well, they it it had the paws good paws on, paws on it yeah,
1: yeah it, was, it did they were yeah.
3: big I don't know if they're the size of your hand, head but
1: for anybody that knows me the paws were bigger than Rozzy and the bear was bigger than Rozzy so, <laughs> yeah. and Rozzy's a big dog so that's good enough for me yeah. so I mean it's like
0: all of that oh yeah, yeah it's, oh
1: yeah.
0: Oh, that's awesome yeah I think are you going to pull them up or what I don't
3: have any I'll to
2: show you later Um, so yeah, so we just kind of talk about it and I'm still, you know, like, oh my gosh, this bear almost attacked me. (laughs) Even though it it probably wasn't gonna attack me but makes a story cooler. it's
1: probably and like that yeah. thing, ah human that thing was like three inches from clawing <laughs> your eyes out
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah oh okay so in Cabela's like what two weeks ago um I walk around this corner and there's this giant it was actually a grizzly bear but there's this giant grizzly bear and I'm like I took Matt to that area I'm like okay Matt close your eyes and now open your eyes and I'm like this is exactly what I saw <laughs> when,
0: <the laughs>
2: when that bear was, was so like, close huh. to me
3: yeah that'd be scary <laughs> <laughs> yeah (laughs)
2: Yeah, so then, yeah, the hike out, that was tough because this cliff is, like, straight up and down. So to get down it, you know, you're on your hands and your knees, um, just kind of sliding down. To get back up it, you're on your hands and your knees. You're using sticks, trees, um, branches to try to pull yourself up.
0: I've been in a situation like that, coon hunting. So I know it's different, but I'm just saying, I've been in a situation.
3: So one of the things about dragging a a bear out is my uncle tried to explain this to me before, and he's like, dragging a bear is, like, dead weight. Like it is, it is worse than dragging a deer. I've, I've. Wait, I, you didn't break it down and quarter it out no, there? No, 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 no. No. Huh. no. <laughs> yeah. So that's where the story gets interesting. So yeah. they head up to the trucks because I think he had a bunch of ratchet straps or something in the back, and so winch it. They, it no, no. No, we, we pulled it up. Winch it. We couldn't get the truck there. So what we did is we had a bunch of ratchet straps, and I gutted it while they were up doing that, and. Uh, We pulled it up that hill, let me tell you.
2: Yeah, so it was, We. uh, I was more of a moral support, like a watching from the sidelines. I was video, I was, I had an important job of videotaping this whole thing. If you told me you Um, didn't
1: video it, I would be like, what the hell, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so you just had to do it to keep me happy. You blame it on me. I lift the paw.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I helped a little bit, but, um, so Matt was down towards the bottom. My dad was in the middle. Oh, I mean, Carter was in the middle, and Chad was at the top. And so we just h- hooked several ratchet straps all the way to the top of the canyon, and we're like, okay, on the count of three. And then we just—and you and wrench it up, and— um,
3: It took a lot. It was, it was dead weight. It was probably about,
0: what, 400 pounds, 450 pounds? I have no idea. Yeah,
2: I have no idea. But in comparison to dragging a deer, dragging a deer seems so easy. Even if they were the same exact weight, for some reason— the bear is so much harder to probably try. Probably
3: because, like, a deer leg is, like, stiff. Like, a, their bone. And then the bear is just, like... So flubbly. Yeah. yeah flubbery. I think
1: a deer is more round where... A, or not a deer. A deer is longer. So then it's, yeah. like, more... I mean, it's not aerodynamic, but it's, like... The weight is the more, weight is more weight spread, out. spread out. That's an aerodynamic and, deer. <laughs> Hell yeah.
3: It drags easier. Versus <laughs> and,
1: and like with a buck, you have antlers to hold on to, but the legs, they also, you can bend those legs pretty easy and hold on to that straightened bone, like you said. But then uh, a bear is just a sack. It's just like a ball of yeah. meat and fur, so all that's, of fluff. That's what I mean
3: by dead weight. It's yeah. just like... Everything grabs. It's not like anything's like stiff, and it's just an easy drag.
0: And it's not like you can throw one up on your shoulder like you can, like a little deer. Yeah. If Matt was yeah. a real man, he could have.
1: No, no,
3: you could not. It was, it was heavy. It was
1: unbelievable. Should have more. I thought about it though. Should have put more than fifty pounds in your pack when you were doing all that walking. I know. I know. <laughs>
0: okay, I'm gonna be skipping ahead a little bit. And you're mounting this thing. Please tell me you're doing like a full body mount or something.
2: Not a full body mount. No. Just the chest. Just like a uh, no. It's like a rug mount.
1: Oh, that's cool still.
2: Yeah. With well, like the head and the rug. It's That'd be cool. Of, yeah.
1: Can that be in my guest room at your house? Sure. Yes. It. <laughs> it can be my blanket, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, how okay. tall are you? Um, I'm six foot tall. Hopefully you don't want it covered. Well, I can, <laughs> okay, I can, so this is a little <laughs> bear. I can, huh? No, it's not that small. I can put my feet in its feet. Yeah, you'll have to put your feet then, in its feet. Yeah, so and you know, I can put measure- it on...
3: All- Yeah, when you measure a bear, you go from nose to tail. So it was like, what was it? Do you remember? No.
1: So you're missing out on all the legs, which is obviously. You don't get the legs. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It was like like four and a half feet or something like that.
1: Yeah. And if you add them legs, that's probably, if it stands up on its hind legs, that's a six foot bear at least. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see. Okay. Yeah. I can see it. Okay. We were we're dragging out dead weight. Yeah.
3: It was awful. But once we got to the top, we had a cart, but we were all three pretty winded at that point in time. So uh, we took a little break, um, and uh, they went and got the truck and brought it closer. They couldn't get it right to the edge of the canyon, but they got it closer. And uh, we got the, got it back to the truck um, with the cart and lifted it up. And How do you tag them?
2: So tags in Montana are paper. They're yeah. literally paper, mm-hmm. um, whereas in Iowa, they're like plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so tagging it is difficult. So I'm trying to think what we did. Um, Didn't we tape it? Yeah, I mean, we taped it on. While we were dragging it out, we had to be really careful because it's paper. Um, but then, yeah, beyond that.
3: Yeah, it was just really taped on there. But then, So um, you just tape
0: it on the leg or yeah, its neck? Yep, or on the oh. leg. Okay.
3: Right? That's, I think that's what we did. Just we shove it in its mouth. It won't come just out Just say there. yes. Make it feel better. Yeah. <laughs> it was tagged before we got it out there. Out
0: yeah, there.
2: yeah. Um, so then in Montana, they have really strict rules about what you have to do when you get a bear. And so, I had no idea. But you have to bring the bear to. The,
1: they're not like a tech D- station.
2: Kind fish of, cops. yeah. They're they're not DNR there. They're, um, they're called fish cops. They're kind of that's yeah. what Chad called them anyway. Chad calls them fish cops. I, I don't kind know. I kind of like fish cops. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm gonna sorry. start calling our DNR stations yep. fish cops. <laughs> I
1: got my buddy. that's a DNR. I'm a Snapchat. Hey, what's up, fish cop? <laughs> okay, so fish cops.
2: Yeah. Okay. So we. Had to bring him to the fish cops, but yeah. this was Sunday?
3: No, this was Saturday on our trip. Saturday? And it, I don't think it was open on Sundays for some reason. So, um,
2: but. Yeah, so it was just difficult trying to get it there. Um, Then they had to take a tooth and send it in to get it aged. So um, just trying to figure out all of that but is kind of difficult. They like but to
3: look at it to make sure, you know, like if it was a, a mom or at one point, you know, they check for that. To make sure it wasn't a mom at that time, so
2: yeah, they always checked to make sure it didn't have cubs. So
3: strict law. That's
1: like checking if there was milk like present in her system at that that time. Okay, the cubs were sucking on her. Yeah, what they look for. Yeah, it'd be like saggy. Correct. Yeah, like a dog. You guys obviously you raise dogs, so you know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. Um. So I um, do they they don't weigh it there.
3: They didn't. They didn't weigh it for us, as far as I know.
2: Not that I know of. Um. But no, Chad was the one that actually took it there.
1: Okay.
3: So what. They just took the skull and the um, body to it, um, the cape, I guess you could call yes. it. So we did clean the meat out that night and quartered it out at a shop and put it in a freezer for overnight.
2: Yeah. Um. But then, yeah, I just kind of got to show off the bear to some people that came to the shop, so that was really fun.
1: Yeah. Did So with the the bear meat, did you guys eat that or did you guys leave it with Chad?
3: So that's a funny story.
1: Um, Don't get trigonosis. <laughs> I know so bears carry that.
3: we were taking some of it to the um, freezer that his buddy had, and we were going to leave it there, and he was going to get it processed or keep it until um, I guess we decided if we wanted the rest of it or not because he had buddies that wanted some. So we were going to take the loins home. Um, so Caitlin's brother Carter brought the, the – it was like a tote that we brought it in. It was like a with.
2: Yeah, huge tote because it's a lot of meat from this one bear.
3: And uh, we bring it in, hang up the free in the freezer that we want, and then we get out of there. And Carter went and put it in a truck, in the, in the truck. Was supposed to go put it in the truck. Well, he thought he put it in the truck. And we got all the way back to Chad's house, and I was like, hey, uh, where's, where's the meat at? And Carter's like, I put it in the back seat. And Chad's like, um, did you put it in a different truck? So Carter's like, I swear it was this one. <laughs> Well, lo and behold, he put it in a different person's truck, so we did not come back with any of the meat, which we is
2: got a shame. it. I mean, we got it back. It's in Montana, and we'll get it soon enough. Okay.
1: Um. But
3: it's just not here now.
1: Yeah, well, I can make a trip if you guys are bored. <laughs> We're never bored.
0: I'll make a trip. I'm laid off. Let <laughs> <laughs> <Like>, oh, go.
1: <laughs> he works concrete, right? Right meow. DNC concrete, hashtag not a sponsor, but should be a sponsor. It is. You just don't know it. <clears throat> Darren needs to pay me some money then. Or does Terry do it, dude? He doesn't hardly even pay me. Yeah, well, you don't deserve it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. All right, so you're gonna get the meat whenever you decide to go back to Montana, at least to try some, right? Yes,
3: yes, and definitely. That's yep. also where the mount is getting mounted at. It's out in Montana.
1: Okay, so. I assume Chad has a taxidermist he's comfortable with out there.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. I think so that was the idea behind it, right? Yeah. Um, in Montana, obviously they've done a lot more bears than here in Iowa. So we we're like, let's just leave it in Montana. Um, we didn't have a good place to put it in the car to bring it back because we had my little car that was stuffed full of hunting stuff. So we're like, let's just leave it there um, and let someone that knows what they're doing get it mounted.
0: Don't end up like Ming Wu.
1: Oh, they, my they, boy Ming. I haven't listened to that. But so Ming, which he's the one who doubled up turkeys with me a couple yep. years ago. Um, just a quick story. He went to Wyoming and shot an antelope a couple years back. And then he got it mounted out there and was going to have it shipped back. The guy that he had mounted like went to prison everything he had got seized oh, no. and so like his old employee or something uh like got all the mounts back because the feds were going to sell them to try to recoup money and somehow the guy got all the mounts back and took them to everyone who who had them yeah so, he's, wow. he's
0: like on a like countrywide trip bringing oh right every, now he's, he's yeah right now yeah ming just, just got, got his mounts back ago? on wednesday no on wednesday okay so yeah not this not a week, this week wednesday, and a half ago yeah a week and a half ago oh. so this guy is like on a Countrywide trip right now, like hand delivering everybody's mounts,
1: and not charging a penny extra because they already paid yeah. for their mounts. Yeah, so this oh, guy wow. is just straight out of his pocket. Yeah,
0: he's just doing it like out of his own goodwill, like because
1: this is you know how it should be. Are you all right over there, buddy? He's just getting yeah, situated. Adjusting. You right. You all right? Yeah. So. I guess moral story is let's hope your tax nervous doesn't go to prison. No, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure one, <laughs> and, 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 like you knew him through Chad or yeah, okay, yeah. Chad yeah knows you'd him. be all right. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, as long as he's not shipping cocaine with your bear. They made a movie about that, but that's totally something. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> cocaine bear. It doesn't matter. I was thinking because like let's say the guy with Ming, he went to prison. Let's say for drugs. Maybe he was shipping drugs in with the animals. That's why he went to prison. Anyways, um, <laughs> so that's crazy. You guys left yours there because I
0: actually brought um. I brought my turkey back and it did get wet and I feel really bad for my taxidermist who who is going to make an appearance on this eventually. The guy needs to quit going out and freaking hunting all over the country because every time I get to get him on, he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to go mule deer hunting or I'm going to go elk hunting or I'm going to go do this. And I'm like, hey man, I need you for the podcast. (laughs) But uh, I brought my turkey back and it did get soaking wet in the cooler and I felt really, really bad.
1: But yeah, well, I brought mine back. A full turkey is like twenty something pounds. Their head and cape was more than that.
0: That's so. why you take trucks, Matt.
3: Well, you see, Matt. we're talking fuel efficiency on a fourteen-hour car ride. So,
0: dude, I don't want my F one fifty out there. <laughs> <laughs> the Clinton thinks he's a hater on. I, I am, am a hater on. It. It. Like You're gonna hit it. Too. I
1: got like twenty something miles a gallon. He's got a 2.7 in his F one fifty. A 27 Yes. Heck it's yeah. Got
0: the turbo on dude, it. Yeah, it's got twin turbos. Two, turbo two, of, them. two, twin uh, turbo two of them. Twin turbos. That thing rips. I, I bet it does, but you know what? I mean, I mean, my diesel road, is way so.
1: faster, but I'm just saying. That was pretty good. I'm going to keep that on a soundbite. That was good. Um, So I definitely understand the fuel efficiency part because the first year Ty and I went to Wyoming, we took his car, and I bet it wasn't you know three, $400 worth of fuel. And then that second year we took my truck, and it was over $800 in fuel for that week. Oh, wow. What do you get? Like four miles of the gallon? <laughs> 12.5. Dude, when we... Wes <laughs> well, you and I, go 92 on the interstate. You don't go slow. <laughs>
0: Wes and I took my diesel truck that's like almost $100 to fill it every time, and it maybe 250 bucks.
1: Total? The whole truck? Yeah. Okay, you also went to Sodak. I was in the middle of Wyoming. I went from here all the way to South Dakota, and then I
0: put like 800 miles on over there, but I also get almost 700 miles of the tank. Yeah.
1: Okay, so there But I'm just
0: saying like it didn't cost like
1: us terribly and I get like 18 I, 19 miles of the gallon in that truck. I don't too. have the receipts, but I'm sure my bank does. If you want to see this, I will call them just to That's prove a That's insane. I'm I'm sorry, okay? I was out there finding an elk shed. Just let me be. This is why you need a 27 and not a 50. Oh. Sorry, I want my truck to not sound like a weed whacker. It don't. It don't sound like nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> Let's get back. We were on like, something with the taxidermist out there, right? And then you, you didn't bring him home because of the car.
3: Correct.
2: Yep. Yep. So I am very excited <laughs> to get this bear back. I think it... I mean, it takes quite a while. I was kind of shocked on how long it takes. But I mean, we don't go to Montana that often, so...
0: What do you get a year?
3: I don't even know. Did he tell us the wait time? Mm,
0: no. I mean, have you guys... I mean, I'm sure you've taxidermied things, right? Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, I mean, everything I've ever done takes
1: over a year. Caitlin's got a 177 inch buck taxidermied.
0: Bigger than anything you've ever got.
2: A few months. Yeah,
0: that
1: Not was camera. Though. That was a special one. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, that's Had to one, be done for the Iowa Deer Classic.
1: That's one of the coolest videos on our YouTube. There, that is cool. Like under the stand shot. Okay. It's only like six months pregnant. Oh, no big deal. Yeah, it was Eliana. <laughs> Eliana came through with that one. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, it's. I assume it's just tanning the hide. And then, obviously, like, spreading it out, getting it pinned the Cleaning way it's supposed it to be. Cleaning it is really Yeah, a big all the one. fleshing part of it.
0: Did they stink? Did that bear stink? Like, I mean, this I, is kind of a weird question, but we talked about how antelopes smell in the last episode, and they smell like Fritos, apparently. Wow. Did it?
3: Yeah. I, <laughs> I love, was not uh, expecting that. <laughs> I love Ming. Are you sure it wasn't eating mi- Fritos at the time? Just McChickens. No, just McChickens. <laughs> Spicy
0: McChickens. Trust me. He told us how it caught up to him. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, did it have, like, a did it... Smell like shit or like I, I don't think it did.
3: I don't, no, I, didn't I don't know remember what I said it smelling
0: at all. Because
1: I know like coyotes, you're up with coyote and you're like, oh, <sighs> that no, they, yeah, they do, but uh, so that's kind of what I was wondering. So right. I think maybe it smells different because bears are primarily um, omnivores. Yeah, they are. They're omnivores, or is it a herbivore? It's no, they're, they're omnivores. They eat because they eat both. Yeah, yeah, but they eat a lot of grass and they stuff. They eat
2: that's... mainly grass. Yeah, yeah they'll. Yeah, yeah. generally. Won't go and kill an animal. A black bear won't. A grizzly bear won't, or will. But a black bear really just wants to eat grass. Um. But if it
3: if it finds that free cow or whatever, yeah. it's gonna eat yeah. it. Obviously.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. If mom if mama lost the calf, you know, like how you guys were looking for.
0: You know, I yeah. was gonna I was gonna say earlier, like, yeah, Caitlin went out there and just secretly like popped <laughs> calf. <laughs> just like this ain't no bait pile.
1: <laughs> she takes a knife, slices it open, lets the guts hang out the oh, way the geez. scent gets everywhere. Any, any
3: bear. Seen eating this will die.
1: <laughs> Puts the sign there so they know. <laughs> gotta warn them. I'm sure I'm sure the DNR would just be fine. Four with that. buzzards.
0: <laughs> any any bear spotted will be shot on site.
1: Okay, that's that's so so sweet. So do you know what day you shot the bear on this fall? October twenty
3: first. Do you was know what it? day that was? Yes, because I just looked it up. Saturday. <laughs> it up. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was Saturday because Friday was the twentieth, guys. No, it was the twenty first.
2: Yeah, because we were only there for like two days, and yeah, we, we had were, to drive. We
3: were back. there for two days. Well, we stayed there for the third day, though. We left late on the third day. We did a little due diligence with the landowner on Sunday.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, did you take him out to supper and get him some no. drinks or what? They,
2: we helped um, her
1: work some cows.
2: They have uh, lots and lots of cows, and so, I mean, she has lots of I land. So they—that's <laughs> a lot. Yeah.
1: We skipped over the most important part of the story. Matt, Tom's, tell me when you found your
3: sheds. Yeah, that's the problem. I I found (coughs) that later. So actually, it was the first morning we went to Ginger's. It's dark out, and we're walking to the edge of the canyon. And I'm not kidding you. I step on the shed. And I'm like, I look down. I'm like, no way. Oh, no, I didn't didn't quite step on it. It was in between me and Carter. And I looked down, and I'm like, I, I ran down. I picked it up. I did not record it right away. And, uh, Fire. Hey, I literally picked it up and I was like running in a circle and I was like <laughs> freaking out and mule deer. Or yeah, it was or? a mule deer. Yeah, it was little, cool. it was like three point or something, but Hey, it was a shed. It's I looked cool. so hard the first trip for sheds and I didn't find one and I didn't even look on the second trip and I found one. So <laughs> Chad's shows. like,
2: why are you so excited? and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> Chad, This is Matt's first mule deer shed. And he goes, Oh, okay. I get it then. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that. yeah. I was like
1: stoked. It made the trip. I was like, it was totally
3: worth it. Dang dogs barking.
1: That's, that's my neighbor dog. Uh, Victoria and Ronnie, can you let your puppies in quick? Thank you. <laughs> but okay, then did you find two or just one? So
3: I found one, and Carter found a piece of one. That counts, and it does count. Except for he he lost it. <laughs> he put it in his bino harness, like, oh and he just kept walking around, and he must have pulled his binos out, and it fell off. So he went to go show me, and he's like, "Oh, I can't find it," and it fell out somewhere. So we were at one and a half and uh, we went back to another one.
1: Yeah, I remember actually getting the Snapchat of you finding an antler and I was very hyped and then you like sent me like three pictures and videos of you like holding it and showing it oh, off I and was stuff. so
3: excited. Like, I, it was like finding my first shit ever again.
1: Is that the great. only one you found out there? Yep. Yeah, he, uh, you know, he decided to get married and stuff and have obligations so he doesn't like to go cross country with me and then he doesn't have, he says he has to save vacation for like family stuff.
0: That's when you have your Own funerals when you get married.
1: (laughs) You're attending your own funeral.
0: Caitlin is not like that.
2: I like to hunt just as much as Matt likes to hunt. So then we have a child, and then it's like, okay, who's going to watch this child? Because I want to hunt, and (laughs) Matt wants to hunt, and Grandma can only watch her so many times. Grandma does
3: help out. Yeah. Shout out to Lori. (laughs) Grandma bless her heart.
2: Yeah, she watches her a lot, so we can go play and do our hunting things.
1: That's okay. Um, I'm taking Matt with me. You want to go to Vermont this year? I don't know. We'll go sometime. It's an, uh, my uh, who I bought my truck from. Yeah. Uh, my dad's old neighbor. He got his pilot's license, so we can fly out there. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we'll just do that, and then 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 it's fine. Caitlin, you go with that. We just do a weekend. When are you going?
2: Uh, as You're long, long as coming. I can come. Ah!
1: Hell yeah, you can come. And okay. that's, that elevation what? only gets up to like 3,000 feet. So it's oh, really, sold. it's really not bad. Cause like in Wyoming, you know, I'm like 7,000 some feet. And then I went and did this. I was like, dude, this is flat land again.
3: So do they just have moose paddles out there?
1: No, they, there's whitetail. Um, there's no elk. So it's no just, elk. it's whitetail and moose. And where we were at, so it's crazy numbers. There's like seven whitetail per square mile. Oh, wow. Like, and if we sit one night and don't see seven deer, it's like, this is a bad sit. Yeah. But like they have the same amount of moose as seven per mile down in Southern Vermont, just as much as there's deer.
3: Okay.
2: Oh, so you find or you see a lot of moose? Is that what you're saying? No,
1: you only see, there's only seven moose per mile. Yeah. What, like what would tops. Iowa be
3: like? <clears throat> give me what is dude? It? We got a
1: shitload per mile. <laughs> Did
3: you, so do you guys have trophy bucks Iowa on your Facebook or anything? Like that? Yeah, yeah, do. yeah. Actually, Did do. you see the count of last year, how many deer were
1: 110,000, right? And, and then you know then what it's at this? Year? We're already at 90 this year. Yeah,
3: that's a lot of deer. I didn't realize that many deer died. I guess, but. That's that's an insane number. But
0: then you look at the number of hunters there are in Iowa.
3: I don't even know what that is. So maybe that not would that shock much anymore.
0: <laughs> I don't remember what it was. It was uh, it was a really low number. Yeah, Clinton, go ahead and look that up. Uh, gosh, dang, what was I about to say? I'll just pull the west on myself. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Deer hunter. It. Well, well, now I don't know what to say. I lost so lost it. That I damn dog could be quiet.
3: <laughs> so, Caitlin, Caitlin shot a deer this year. How did that go?
2: Well, I thought it was <laughs> a giant. <laughs> hey, I feel that. <laughs> and, uh, it had some ground shrinkage, but uh, it was fun because Owen and I, Owen is my cousin, um, and we don't hunt together a ton. A lot of times when I hunt, I'm with my dad. So this was one of the first animals I've ever shot without my dad, um, but Owen and I were together, and he recorded it all. So it fun.
0: So, Clinton found it. Uh, it says two hundred and eighteen thousand four hundred and eighty-three total paid hunting license holders in the state of Iowa. But I don't think that means deer hunters only.
1: No, that's just that's hunting license holders, and that was in twenty twenty-one. Oh, that was in twenty-one.
3: That's a
0: lot, though. Not really. Really? There's a population of 3 million in Iowa. There is? Yeah. Wow. So that's like, you know your facts. That's like 6% of the population in Iowa.
1: I don't know many facts.
0: <laughs> you know enough.
1: He just sounds smart one time on a podcast, and Matt's mind is blown. God dang
0: his. right, brother. I know a little thing or two.
1: So, actually, back to the bear. I know uh, you guys have been putting this video together. Do you have an idea when it's going to come out?
2: Well, hopefully soon. I have everything done. I just have to finish the audio and it will be out. If Matt will watch Eliana, <laughs> it will be out very soon. You
1: should have just brought her here. I'd have watched her the whole time. <laughs> it is
2: here, isn't it? Did you bring it? No, oh, he's talking Eliana. Um, oh. Yeah.
1: yeah, so I could watch her. <laughs> time
0: out, buddy, old pal. You asked how many deer were per square mile in Iowa. It's point seven. I don't know how they get the 0.27 it's called an deer an average. per square mile. Yeah, they're a bunch of weirdos. They could just give you a solid number. So that's over so six times
1: what Vermont is then. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolute insanity. That is crazy.
3: That's crazy to think about.
1: Yeah, it is. But so, okay, I'm putting you guys down for this year in Vermont. You're going to find some moose paddles. It's already a done deal. I'll talk to Lori. I'll get everything handled.
2: You're going to talk to my boss, give me I some will time talk, off?
1: Yes, I will tell them that you have a family emergency in Vermont. And the, emer- <laughs> and the emergency is, I haven't found a moose paddle yet, and you guys have to see to it that I find it, because it's life or death this year. Who
0: found that moose paddle that you got?
1: Um, so the one that's here, Timmy found. Timmy found the small one, and then oh. Ty found the two giant ones. More than you found, got it. Yeah, so yep. so 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 what's cool is I set up the whole trip. I Timmy found, found, found it? No, just listen here, lady. <laughs> i set up the whole trip i found the guy i did everything and then every single person but me found a paddle yeah that's usually how it goes yep you know what that's why i got it's an emergency you guys your boss will understand matt's boss will understand it's all good it's happening
2: yeah actually a moose is like my absolute dream animal to shoot and dream it would be a dream to find one of their sheds so i'm down
1: that'd be bad that's my dream animal too i don't you like elk or something probably yeah I so you go do that dumb shit with timmy and me and caitlin are going to go shoot a uh a freaking moose all right i'm in alaska Damn. sound good
2: oh yeah that's where Let's she start wants to go a, yeah i do actually want to start putting in to about, about 12
1: move. to 15 grand i know of one you can get over the counter
2: oh wow wow
1: yeah
0: i'm a total weirdo <laughs> my dream animal's an oscillated an turkey <laughs>
3: Oscillator? Where do you get that? Oscillator. All right, let's shut this down. Mexico.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Are those yep. like the peacock looking ones. Yeah, the peacock looking ones. That or uh, a Eurasian widgeon, which is a duck. Ty talked crazy. about
1: widgeons on his podcast. Eurasian widgeon. Yeah, it's totally different. I understand. It's the same, same, but different. No, it's different.
0: <laughs> it's completely different. So the thing is, is they're they're from Russia or like China, and then they also they're got from Mandarin Asia. ducks, which are badass. I'd like to shoot one of those too. Where they, do you get they they one of those? Do they ever come at? over here? China. You want me to do it? yeah that's (laughs) what so you'd
2: have to travel to china to shoot
0: well my buddy uh he actually was on the podcast as well that was ben schneider he shot a eurasian widgeon in alaska oh which they apparently got blown over uh from russia in a bad storm because you know alaska and russia are like right next to each other you know it used to be russia uh so they, I don't know, exa- I can't remember exactly where he was at, but they got blown over in a bad storm. And he ended up getting one over there. <laughs> but the Mar- Mandarin ducks, yeah, those are in China. So mm, probably not going to get one of those. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 CCP probably wouldn't like me. I don't like them <laughs> either. You're the only uh, uh, duck hunter here, so. <laughs> <laughs> if you did it one time, you'd understand. No, I ain't going to do that. It
3: one time. No good.
0: <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, you probably went with the wrong people. You didn't see anything.
3: I got some. I I tried it as well.
0: And it's, you didn't like
3: it? No. I, I enjoy li- I do enjoy shooting them. I mean I thought it was fun, but it's a lot of work. He likes for, the other
0: birds, the one that Colton mean? likes. It ain't a lot of work. Oh, it is it was if a lot you of just work. get in a boat and you get in a blind and you get a you get a nice heater on you. And
3: yeah, you gotta put waders on, get the decoys out, and all this work.
0: And then And it's not work hunting deer or shed hunting? It's no. Way, way more, or like, it. What's or, the or, or dragging oh, yeah. a deer, or dragging a a bear black bear. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now ask Up me if cliff. I would do
3: that if it was myself.
0: Would you do it yourself?
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I did it for one reason. My wife shot a bear. <laughs> she wanted a bear. You're That's- not gonna. No.
0: Really, you don't have any interest. No.
3: I was so that was
0: what I was wondering. I'm like, why did she go kill a bear, but you didn't want? She
3: saw it that one time, and she's like, I want to shoot one, and I honestly have no intention of going to shoot one. I really want to kill an elk. That's my goal. We see who wears the
0: pants. So Yeah, I figured that out very quickly (laughs) before we even did the podcast. Oh (laughs) (laughs) shit. So you don't want to like get all the large
1: animals in the nope. United States? Really?
0: No, I have no So what happens in... after you shoot an elk? You
1: shoot another shoot one. Shoot another one. <laughs> <laughs> he calls it a lifetime. He quits hunting right then. Retired.
3: Well, and I didn't realize how the point system works, but it, it apparently takes some time to get some points out there to get a big old
1: 390 elk.
0: So you're going to be a badass, by the way. So you're going to be killing all the big game
1: animals in the United States, clearly. <laughs> Caitlin has probably killed triple the deer Matt has. In his life. Really? really? And yeah. she's probably oh, killed yeah. 20 times the deer I have in my life. Yeah, that doesn't take much from what I've heard. So, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, <bitch.
3: laughs> Caitlin, Caitlin had the ground that Clinton killed his first buck on.
1: So. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yep. I was there right after he shot it, and I, yeah, it I was, was there.
1: It. Was, all three of us went hunting that night. You guys went together, and it was a cold night. And I remember my phone was almost dying, and I think Matt said Caitlin was on her way because she got cold and left the stand. I was like, oh, my God, thank God. I just I'm, needed
2: an excuse. Matt's like, oh, Clinton shot one. I'm like, oh, Perfect. I'm way
1: too cold. i was <laughs> <laughs> was So that was like the first night. Like me and Caitlin had met before, but that was the first night we like had time together because Matt was still hunting. I remember, I don't know if you remember this. We were driving back to go get Carter and I look over to the right and there's two deer and there's a car oh, coming yeah. towards us. And we were us. in Matt's truck. We were in Matt's yeah. truck. And I was driving because maybe Caitlin was still trying to warm herself up or something. And I see these two deer run across and we both slow down. And then this guy picks his speed back up. I look over to right, there's another deer. This guy smokes this deer in his Grand Prix. <laughs> <laughs> oh. and,
2: and we almost hit a deer in Matt's truck.
1: Yeah. Was, <laughs> and, and he gets out. He opens his door. You can hear his like, metal music. just And it's like 100 yards away from us. We were stopped to see if he was okay. And then uh, somehow I told him that I shot deer. And he was like, oh, well, if you want that one, take it too. And he gets his car and leaves.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about that until just now. Oh, wow, I that remember. was a really long time ago.
1: That was 2017. That was about six years ago. I'm flies when you're having fun. Yeah, you guys have been suffering for that long, knowing me. Sorry. Uh, well, should we wrap it up right there? Yeah, we can wrap her up. <laughs> Caitlin, that, I mean, when I when I saw you shot that bear, that was absolutely awesome. Congratulations yet again. Thank you. Matt, thanks for being there uh, to t- drag it out again. And having an uncle to, to do the guiding work. That was super sweet.
0: No problem.
2: Anytime. Yeah. I'm super
0: excited to see these pictures and stuff, by the way.
1: Yeah, yeah. actually, I think the way I looked at our uploading software we could take the picture of her and the bear and put it as like on the episode. So instead of instead of our logo, it's going to be Caitlin with the bear. That'd be sweet. Do it. Yeah, we got time. All right. So
2: sweet. Well, huge shout out to Chad for taking us out. Amazing.
0: Thank you guys for coming on the podcast. We appreciate it. Thanks for having us. And uh, as we end every podcast, stay safe, enjoy the hunt and know the outdoors.